Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Last week you interrupted the introduction music with a big splurging cough and what were you just saying then, JB? I put on the headphones and they're very loud. Okay, well thanks for letting us know. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> I had a fright. Well, it is Unlucky 13, episode 13 of the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. Uh, I'm Tim, that was JB. Hi Tim. And there's Phil. Hi Tim. So, last week JB had a stinking hangover from Three Day Stag Do and this week you've both got a hangover from uh, from your from a night out last night, a little bit, yeah. We had a bit of a Christmas do, with but feeling much much better than last week. Re- so it's all, but all, relatively speaking, not feeling hundred percent, but yeah. a lot, but a lot better than last week. If you didn't loosen it like eighty five percent of our listenership after Friday's podcast, I would be amazed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, let's in fact let's deal with last week's first because there, we've, had, we've had a lot of re- responses at Rugby Podcast on Twitter, people getting involved. So any other business to kick things off? I like this music. Good. Uh, well, we had a discussion about supplements and the amazing names that they have. Alex Roberts on Twitter got in touch and said, I heard you mention Hemo Rage. That stuff is insane. Is that the one that got banned, Phil? It was on the uh, banned list. It was on the ban list, yeah. yeah. He said it's insane. Another one is Extreme Napalm. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine the marketing department there. Uh, napalm, is that enough? No, no. Extreme Napalm? <laughs> yes. Go with that. Well uh, done, uh, Roger. Alex on Twitter says that particular supplement makes you feel like your face is melting. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not what I'm looking for in my supplements. I don't know about you. I definitely uh, am. Definitely uh, am. And also uh, another tweet here says... I've seen pure protein labelled as super anabolic hardcore whey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's just getting a bit ridiculous. Um, also, this one from Andrew Foster who said, I've had Benji Marshall singing Craig David in my head all week. I've been hum- humming Craig David songs is embarrassing, um, but thank you very much. Yeah, that was Rugby Oki, and keep an ear out for this week's Rugby Oki, which is uh, an Ireland international. So thank you very much for that. And if if you want to contribute anything of what you're about to hear from the podcast, at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. Uh, But let's crack on then. And I've got a question for you. As England's premiership rugby sides are saying they're not going to be involved in European competition next year. Don't know if it's brinkmanship. Don't know if they're just out and they're going to renegotiate. Who knows what's going to happen? So here's a question. What is more likely to happen than European rugby for next season being sorted Amicably. Uh, Dean Ryan winning a premiership game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the loss at the weekend? Did they? Uh, well, on Thursday night. Please, it was, oh, wasn't it? Uh, to who? Uh, to Beer Ritz. 
Um, who are in a, a yeah, but Beerits are they last in the table? They're, they're average. Beerits are terrible. They're this so season. old. They are yeah. so old. Did there was see... too much other great rugby on to yeah. pay a lot of attention to it. To be honest, I've paid literally none. So, uh... <laughs> well, we'll talk in a bit more depth about that one. But uh, I'd say another thing more likely than European rugby being sorted for next season amicably. Jack Berger's nose resembling a nose. Oh, <laughs> did you see the tweet from Jack Berger? I did oh, see the yes. tweet from Jack Berger. That. Uh, Jack Berger tweeted, I caught up with this handsome young man, tweeted a picture of himself and... Is it Mer- Mario or Merkel? Uh, Mauro. Mauro. Mauro Bergamasco. That's Who is a proper doppelganger. Yeah. yeah. Except well, has, has a nose that looks I, a little bit more like a nose I than think, Jack Berger's. I think only, Jack, only marginally, though. I think Jack Berger's hair is more voluminous. Yeah, I, I definitely felt that. It's more, more substantial. Yeah. Um, Phil, have you got one? What's more likely than European rugby being sorted amicably? Uh, Mark Levermont getting another job coaching just about any team after his <laughs> farcical management of the, the France, France team in the World Cup two years ago. That was. Uh, all right, then. Um, something more likely than European rugby being sorted out amicably for next season. Sky Sports getting back enough rugby coverage to justify the amount of pundits on their roster. Uh, quite How a few. All, all struggling for airtime. <laughs> they are struggling for airtime, aren't they? They're fighting. Is Will Greenwood still there? Has he moved? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a shame. That's, a, yeah, that's yeah. actually a waste. It's a waste of talent, that. They, can keep, they, talent. they can keep Scott Quinnell. Uh, Greenwood writes in the Telegraph and yeah. a few other places, so... Mm. He's got plenty of his own interests on the go. And, uh, you know, Scott Cornell does those, those like... Those good lottery. Good lottery. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a big earner, that one. That's a, mini, that's a real money spinner. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll talk at, at a bit more depth with the European situation. In fact, in fact let's do that now. Let, let's, let's talk Europe. What? I mean, there's a lot of rugby to talk about, probably beyond the scope of the podcast to talk about all of it. So what, what caught your eye particularly? Leicester's game against Montpellier was awesome. That was a great game. Yeah, high scoring. And Leicester, was it 24 points up in 15 minutes? Looking really good, really powerful. Let uh, Montpellier back in it Yeah, with a couple of scrappy tries. Um, Uh, Did you see one of our favourite players, Mamuka Gorgotsas? Yeah. 55-yard dash for the line. And also, did you see the pathetic attempt of of a tackle as he went over? From Dan Bowden. Yeah, he just turned around, get off me, Dan. Yeah. Miles Benjamin scored a couple of world class tries. A couple of wor- like genuinely yeah. world class tries. That, that one where he just sort of seemed to jump over everyone. Well, it was amazing. Was he not top try scorer in Worcester it, a couple of seasons? Like well, three, a co- three, quite a few seasons ago. Seasons yeah, ago. they had uh, yeah. Marcel Garvey and Miles yeah. Benjamin on the wings. Yeah, that's um, some gas. Yeah, but um, he was injured for a year, wasn't he? So he moved. Yeah. Was injured for a year. We never yeah. saw him, and he's just coming back now. Yeah. So I, you know, I reckon he could be uh, in. He's in a shot for England, especially with all his injuries now. And there's a, and look at him and what was it, Johnny May? Johnny yeah. May looked good. I like uh, England actually. We were saying last week how we're we looking with the wingers being injured and everything, but actually when you look at it, you've got, we've got some got some talent in England. That, it wasn't Johnny May's try, but he basically set yeah. it up. Was it Edinburgh? That it was played? against yeah. Edinburgh. Anyone in in that awful Edinburgh kit deserves to lose, but mind you, they don't deserve to lose to someone playing in, playing in a Gloucester kit. So yeah, so, the, the kits kits were both dreadful. A real conundrum there. Some of the Edinburgh tackling was pretty woeful as well. well. I, they couldn't. They just couldn't touch Johnny May. The one for me that I'm going to mention is Harlequins because what a classy performance. They, I mean, yeah. Rusty Metro didn't look much of a dangerous team outside th- their star players. Well, yeah. Did you see the team sheet? Yeah. Because if you count the players that weren't starting, all of their money yeah. is was on the bench, was on the or, bench. or not playing. So yeah. Tongawea wasn't playing. Mujati was on the bench. Phillips was on the bench. Yeah. Sexton, Sexton was, on the, was bench. on the bench. Jamie Roberts wasn't playing. Yeah. Um, was Lydia playing? No. Nope. So 
all of their like big signings. Uh, I've, I've said it. I've said it before, but I don't think they've got much talent outside of their big names. I mean, like, you could say about yeah, anyone. Yeah, it's like have... saying take away their best players and they're not got much talent. Obviously, everyone's the same. But that, in their case, I think it's really. That's really it. Obvious. A scoreline in. Paris of 8-32 to 32, uh, I think was amazing I would say Nick Easter in the second row is awesome and uh, he's defying the kind of um, the years on the clock out of their match day squad of 23 how many Englishmen were in their squad? All of them maybe? Well Nick Evans Nick Evans yeah with the exception I guess yeah probably 21 or 22 21 out of 23 and if they have an injury Ben Botka being the other one I don't know if he's English qualified or whatever but potentially Uh, yeah he he might be on residence has he not got does he not paid for one of the islands or or something like that yeah he might be he might be the other one but um, 21 out of 23 I thought and they went to Paris and won and I just thought fair play Quinns well done that's really good and of those 21 most of them have come through Quinns yeah, and if anyone ever get ever gets injured, they just replace them by a uh, you know, bleach blonde hair puppet school boy from Surrey somewhere. <laughs> Those <two> Walker and <laughs> yeah. uh, Hopper just throw him in. What about you, Phil? What did you what caught your eye? Um, well, the biggest game of the weekend, the Northampton Leinster, was un- unbelievable. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't even the biggest game in the end. Uh, I will just read out a tweet uh, which we got at Rugby Podcast uh, from Stereo Mike Mark Hearn. <laughs> who said, I cannot believe you all wrote off Leinster so easily, lads. Shame on you. Yeah, we all picked Le- Leinster in our predictions league. It's something weird about the That's Irish right, we all picked Northampton. We all picked Northampton at home. But, I mean, fair enough. We could. He, he wouldn't have been writing that tweet had, had Leinster just shaded a victory because we were all yeah. saying, wow, that's going to be tight. Or we'll just squeeze the home, vi- home victory. But to put him to the sword like that. And what, what's scary is... Len- Leinster bombed two tries as well. It could have been fifty odd. I reckon, yeah. And they didn't have that much possession either. Like territory and possession, Northampton won the stats on that. The difference was how clinical Leinster were when they got in that position in the twenty-two. They just stepped up and, and like the All Blacks. Yeah, yeah, they weren't winning the collisions and that kind of thing. They were giving up yards. They were kind of. It felt if you just watched, say, a thirty-second period of the game, it wasn't like Le- Leinster were massive, massively dominant. No. But then all of a sudden they get a turnover. Yeah. Or they'd make a break, but they weren't like bossing the uh, the breakdown. They weren't f- you know, physically dominating. I was actually thinking, watching the Leinster game, that if I got like a list of the top ten Heineken Cup moments, I reckon at least six of them would, would involve Leinster or Munster in some way. There's something weird about the Irish in the Heineken Cup, and also the the fanatical fan base, the fanatical support that they both have, mm. is, yep. it makes everything a bit more special. I think, particularly when they're playing it. At home, it does. I mean, we we just mentioned uh, Racing Metro. I know they lost everything, but there was thirty thousand people at that game. Um, thirty thousand m- people booing at the end as well. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the Munster match, as you just mentioned, there was twenty four thousand people at that game. And then you look at the attendances for some of the English clubs, and it yeah, Franklin's, it's, just a, it's a bit disappointing, frankly. Well, Franklin's Gardens they sold out, yeah. but it's only thirteen and a half thousand. Yeah. They could have, I don't know, yeah, move it to Coventry maybe. All of the Irish teams won, though, including yeah. that incredible win for Connor. Oh my God! <laughs> wow, that is no one would have wow. predicted that. But don't I think Toulouse do this once a year, like a kind of um, a charitable rugby thing, which is they <laughs> they, they lose to someone that they shouldn't they shouldn't lose giving to some, every year, giving something yeah, back something to the back. game. Exactly. <laughs> they did it to uh, Thanethley a few years ago. Say that again. Lanelli. There you cool. go. And I like it. I'm, I'm, no, I'm good. I want to. Uh, uh, Lanelli. There you are. Is that, <laughs> is that better? That's brilliant. Uh, all right. Well, we'll we'll return to some more of uh, the rugby action from the week. But uh, let's do our dream team for the week then. 
So our dream team is we pick a topic and we then have to pick, fill a 15, 15 shirts, 15 players that deserve this shirt. And as always, there's, there's players we miss. So you can always have your say at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. So it's, uh, it's Christmas party season. It is. So uh, a lot of people will be going out and having some refreshments, just like JB and Phil did yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one of you was... Was out last Phil, believe it or not, were you? Yeah, uh, yeah. And you're the one that went into work today, and JB, you stayed at home. Uh, I was working from home. It's a big difference. Oh, of course you were. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. Oh, I forgot your colleagues listen to the podcast. Oh, well, they all. Li- oh, they all listen to it uh, religiously. No, uh, I was working very hard from home. If, uh, if any, if, if anyone from uh, works listening. Okay, so we will have a drinks 15 then. So it can be soft drinks, it can be alcoholic drinks, but um, 15 shirts. That's our topic. That might be a bit of wordplay going on. Um, it could just be people that have the same name as a as a drink, like Remy Martin, just like him. Remy Martini or Martin Martin. No, Remy Mar- Remy Martin. Oh, yeah, Remy, Remy Martin. Martin. Oh my god, his full name is a drink. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> have you not thought of that one? <laughs> I can't believe that he's an open side as well. He is. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get to him in a minute. Let's start in the front row then. Let's do it. Go on then. Perry Freshwater. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Two drinks. Two. Oh, yeah. Perry is a pear cider. Yeah. Ah, indeed. You could have tenuously had Ivy and Lewis Roberts in one because his nickname is The Fridge. Oh, nice. Fridge, fridge milkshake, but I thought... <laughs> no, Aust- I Australian international Ben Robinson. Yeah. Robinson's I thought this, and too many alcohol co- companies are just named after a surname. Af- yeah. So it got... It's like, a bit lazy doing that, isn't it? Like Cobain's and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's some others. Um, Go on then, Phil. I had... Well, it's not a drink, but it's something that would store drinks. I had Con Barrel. Uh, good, good. New Zealand prop. Strong. Andrew Sheridan. Oh. Sherry! <laughs> Awful. <laughs> um, I have got another front row Sherry. Uh, there's a, an Irish hooker called Mike Sherry. Mike Sherry, fine. I, I would have gone with uh, George Shooter. Oh, no. Thanks. Oh, I love it. How, how's that not obvious? <laughs> we, we, the, spelling, the spelling doesn't... It's dyslexia oh, that's for you. Cute. That's how I spell Shooter. <laughs> oh, that's a great one. So we're dev- um, George Shooter in the hooker, Perry Freshwater and... Con Barrel. Con Barrel. Con Barrel, yeah. Con Barrel, George Shooter, Perry Freshwater, into the locks then. Uh, I had Dean Mum. Mum's a brand of champagne. Oh, it is. Well done, yeah. It is, yeah. Um, former London Wasps and current London Welsh second row, Matt Corker. Oh, good. Nice. I, I like that one. And there is a player who plays for the Free State Cheaters. Or the, are they just called the Cheaters in Super Rugby? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. They're anyway. in Free State. They're Cheaters, anyway. Yeah. Uh, called Lude de Jaeger. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Good. Well, I've got um, uh, current, um, I think he's Kenyan international, Moses Kohler. <laughs> K O L A. Who do you play for? Uh, someone in Kenya. Do, do you want me to tell him? <laughs> yeah, I want him for me. I want to know what club in Kenya he plays okay, for. Okay, we'll find him now. Is this verified? <laughs> Moses Kola. There he is. Second row. Um, he lives in Ni- uh, Nairobi, Kenya, and here's a picture of him with, 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 with a trophy. There he is playing. Uh, it's obviously televised much because the the, the much officials have all got like um, body paint on, <laughs> and there he is playing for Kenya. Does Cola get ahead of Corker and Diego? Cola uh, absolutely does. Yeah, Cola and Corker. Cola and Corker, like yep. it. Cola and Corker in the second row, back row. Re- well, Remy Martin. Remy Martin, captain. Poten- potential captain. Yeah. If not, he is captain. There, I have got another 
player with a full name as a drink. Gone. But we'll come to him later. Oh, interesting. Ah. Um, what position is it, just so we can get thinking, like, maybe... Uh, a winger. A winger Ooh, with I've a full got, name. Um, mm. I've got a player who has a full name that is a brand of beer. Gone? No, no, I'll come to oh, it later. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 He's, cool. a fl- he's a fly half. Plays in the Premiership. Ah. Yeah. So get to thinking about that one, but we'll do okay. back row in the meantime. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he still plays. I think he might be at Bristol now. Was at Gloucester. Pete Buxton. Oh, Water. Yeah. Mm. Um, Corey Beerman. Yeah. Yes. Joe Beerman as well. Oh, sorry. Corey Beerman plays plays in in the NFL. All oh, right. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, Joe Beerman. Crosswires. Joe Beerman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's Newport Gwent Dragons, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah it was. Um, Magnus Lund. Oh, oh, clever, good one. Good clever. One. Magnus Lund, Ben Morgan's uh, spiced rum. Yeah, yeah, there's a few um, like almost players who, if you put an S on them, would become anyone called Bailey. Yeah, I was looking for Baileys for ages. Yeah, couldn't find Baileys. I like Magnus Lund. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to put that in for the effort. <laughs> Remy Martin and Magnus Lund as our flankers, and then go on, then Phil. Pick the other back row. Who do you want? Uh, Buxton, I like Buxton. Okay, Pete Buxton, Magnus Lund, and Remy Martin. Scrum half. I've got no scrum half, so I'm going to take a back seat here. Oh, Sean Perry is yeah, the obvious Sean. one. Oh yeah, Sean Perry, who I saw at the weekend. Did you? What was he doing? Uh, he was coaching uh, Dudley. Was he still in his international shape or Dudley? Uh, put on a put on a bit of timber. A bit of timber. Not not ridiculous. Not it, too bad. Is he still playing? Uh, no. I always liked him as a player. I thought he was very, very good. He was solid. He was very good club, yeah, club, like, club player. He was like an extra back row player, wasn't Well, he? do you remember yeah. when Bristol got got into the playoffs? He was awesome. Like, yeah. Him and Dan... Dan Ward-Smith, Dan number Ward-Smith. eight. Sean Perry, nine. Dan Ward-Smith, eight. I had one other... Uh, no, I had two other nines. Go on. But both are from Rugby League. Let's hear him. Uh, one, Josh Drinkwater, mm. who's an Australian Rugby League player. And another Australian Rugby League player is... Brandy Alexander. Oh, that's awesome. Is Brandy was his nickname, but that, that's what he goes by. If you type in Brandy Alexander Rugby, you'll. you'll come oh, Brandy was his nickname. Yeah. Wonder how, Greg, wonder how he got that. Greg Brandy Alexander. I've got a sense of him. Well, we're not. Should we, 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 we pick Scrum Half first? Oh, sorry. I thought we. Oh, we thought it was a fly half. So I, I like your free form. We're gonna we're gonna constrain you to the <laughs> yeah. to the system where we go through one number at a time. If that's all right. Okay. Pick Scrum Half then. Sean Perry's best Sean Perry. Sean Perry. Best known. Sean Perry in. So fly half then. He's a guy who plays in the Premiership currently, although he's kind of a backup, and I think he might be injured as well. But it's the name of a beer, Timothy Taylor. Oh, oh. of course it is. Tim Good. Taylor, Damn it. There. I did ha- also have uh, Jonathan Sexton, the beach. Sorry? Sexton oh, the that's beach. awful. <laughs> I like that. That's terrible. <laughs> Sexton the beach. <laughs> <laughs> the, probably one thing he wouldn't get if he wasn't a professional rugby player. <laughs> he looks he, like an eleven-year-old boy. He certainly does. Who do you want to fly half then? Sexton the beach or Timothy Absolutely Taylor? Absolutely not Sexton. Sex <laughs> what? Beach. Timothy fine. Taylor's great. Yeah, I'm happy. Good. That. Timothy Taylor in at fly half then. Centres. Right. Okay. So, what about? Stefan Glass. Yes, good one, Tim. The the uh, yeah, it's good. You sound so sarcastic. <laughs> the former French international, and he, he only retired a couple of years ago, I think, from Stade Francais. But how, he's not in the game currently. But how about this guy? Uh, Tom Collins played rugby league and rugby. Yes, he plays for Northampton. 
Uh, yes, he does. It's, but got, it's got his very first Tommy try. Collins. No. no. Tom, Tom, Tom Collins. Tom Collins, two, no. two weeks ago. It's got his North, first ever senior Northam- try. The Northampton one is called Tommy Collins on Twitter. The one I'm talking about, Tom Collins, died in 1950. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I could go for 12 and 13, Tom and Tommy Collins. Well, Tom, what, what, Tom, I've never had a Tom Collins. What is a Tom Collins? No idea. It's a, it's a drink of some sort. Is it not a cocktail? It's lemon and soda water. Sounds delicious. Gin, maybe? Uh, do you make... Uh, I don't know. Well, we need to get a bit more cultured. A Tom Collins is gin, lemon juice, sugar and carbonated water. Oh, there you are. Well, pretty, pretty much what I said. Yeah, well, it was exactly what hold, you said. Hold the sugar for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that's actually the winger that I had, he, um, whose full name is a drink. Uh, Tom Collins. Yeah. Tommy Collins. Uh, is, is he, he centre or wing? Uh, he, he, played he played on, on the wing. played on the wing yeah. two weeks ago. I can't believe in the centres we haven't mentioned Will Carling yet. Yeah. Oh, of course you haven't. And if you type in champagne rugby... Uh, which I have tried. Which I, I have tried. You will... Comes up with YouTube videos of... Broughton Park. Broughton Park. Oh, really? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, um, for your information, that's JB's team. <laughs> if you haven't already, yeah. Um, no, if you will eventually find um, champagne flutey. Ricky Flutie. As oh, a, wow. As a, the headline How many pages on down did you have to go to get that? Quite a long way. <laughs> Champagne Flutie, I like Right, that. so we've got Flutie, Glass, Carling. Uh, I, I like Carling and Glass. Are we just going back? Are you sure you want Timothy Taylor above Sext on the Beach? Uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I do prefer Sext on the Beach. I'm going Sext on the Beach. Yeah, I'm over all right. Right. Then. What, Sext, Sext on the Beach. What can I do? But you can, you can pick the centres then. I think Will Carling, surely. Will Carling, Stefan Glass. Will Carling, Stefan Glass, OK. Well, the wingers, you said move Tom Collins onto the wing, but there's... There are, there's a few wingers. Yeah, there's quite it. a few. I mean, James Short. Yeah, that's one I've got. Aled Brew. Yeah. Oh, Aled Brew's in. Yeah, like it. And what, what about this one, a Sky Sports pundit? Gone. Tinas Delport. Oh, oh, well done, Tim. I was trying to get a port in there, and I couldn't, couldn't find it. Rob Miller, sale, winger, oh, yeah. winger fullback. Uh, he's quite like... <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, oh, dear. Hold on a minute. Right, say that again, JB. Rob Miller's a good suggestion. He's also quite light. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Uh, right, OK. So we've got quite a lot to pick from there. Is there any more um, wingers and fullbacks? I've got a fullback. Uh, another couple of wingers as well. Oh, let's see your wings. Um, there's a 19 year old playing at Bordeaux. Called Ronan Chambord, black raspberry liqueur. Uh, <laughs> Those in the know. <laughs> no, I was gonna th- thank you. I'm glad you clarified that because I was <laughs> raspberry um, liqueur. That's what I just say. You think Sedgley Park's a working man's uh, uh, rugby club? <laughs> Far from it. Chambord, fellas. They all drink with the pinky out in a Sh- Sedgley Park rugby club. Uh, uh, have you ever heard of a cocktail called yes. called oh. uh, a moonlight? No. Have you ever heard of a rugby player called David Moonlight? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, heard of neither. Uh, he's a Can- what, Canadian international. What came first here? Are you finding the name Moonlight or are you looking for the cocktail Moonlight? I've been trying to shoehorn David Moonlight into every single thing and I've not found a way yet. So, Have you Googled Moonlight Cocktail? Yes, that's I'm, exactly th- what I did. And does it, it exist? It does exist. Oh, boom. Well, then you. We'll have to do a nighttime 15 just so you can get David <laughs> Moonlight in and get that out of your system. Uh, right, so we need to pick a back three. There was Rob Miller, Tom oh. Collins, um, Alid Brew... 
Tinas Delport. Oh, and um, playing David a... Moonlight, <laughs> Mark Foster. Also, Ronan Shambord. The Roman Shambord. And Earl Rose. And, and, well, J- and James Short. So James, come on James then. Short, wow. I think we should all get to pick one of our favourite one. So, <laughs> of those. Don't say David oh. Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Shamborn. 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 Sorry. Bored. Um, Aled Brew for me. And Tom Collins has to play. Tom Collins on one wing, uh, Aled Brew on the other, and Tinas Delport at fullback. Nice. Done. Job have, done. Have we not got the now a traditional Irish coach gag at the end? <laughs> <laughs> no? No one's got. Um, I have got a coach. You've you, not got a Dave Guinness or something. <laughs> I have got a coach. Come. Uh, Jameson. Mola, yeah, Jameson is his first name. Jameson Mola, uh, who's Bath's strength, current first team strength and conditioning. Coach. I can't believe how beautiful this segue is going to be from one thing to the next on the Ink Chasers Rugby Podcast. Now you've mentioned a member of the Bath coaching staff. Uh, well, that's a great fifteen. Um, so thank you very much. If you agree, disagree, think we missed someone, or just want to barrack Phil on bringing up some shambord, <laughs> uh, shambord and mum champagne. <laughs> My word. I don't know what you guys have been drinking. That's how they do it, essentially. Uh, so, at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. Right, move on. And we go from Jameson... What's his name? Jameson Mola. Jameson Mola, the Bath Strength and Conditioning Coach, to the now-departed Gary Cold, Bath Rugby Coach. He's oh. gone. I, so, I, I only heard this today when I came in here and yeah. you said Gary Cold's gone. So, can you tell well, us why it's currently it's currently Monday evening, so it's just happened about an hour ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. It, yeah. There yeah. is kind of... Or it's been announced an hour ago, anyway. Do we know any reasons why? They said it was in the best interest of the club and Gary Gold. Yeah. It's, it looks like mutual, inverted commas, definitely. They released a statement that said... Um, they're restructuring the the rugby department. I think it's a horrible statement because for a rugby club yeah, to make what what other department could there be? That well, w- what other department would make news? Sure, they, they but, will have other departments, yeah. but no one cares. <laughs> the rowing department's going to be reorganised. <laughs> Gary Gold's got to go. Can I just say we could have had Gary Goldschlager? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, as the coach. Oh, he's free now, so he's maybe free well. now. I mean, we can pick him up for our dream fifteen. But I don't know. I look at it and you go, and we were we were just talking before the podcast about who their coaching staff is, and there's Toby. Booth, who you'd assume will just slot straight into that kind of overseer kind of role. Yeah. Um, Mike Ford. Yeah. Backs and, and, def- and defence. Backs and defence. And you've got Neil Hatley, who's done some good work with their forwards and turned them into a, a pretty forceful forward pack, to be fair. Now, right. Gary Gold. Uh, if I think he's done exactly exactly the right thing, but I always have to say it's a little bit of a cheat. It's like someone employing you, you Tim, to do I don't know some radio work. And instead of you doing the radio work, you then go and employ three <laughs> brilliant people who work, who work in radio to do your job. I don't know how he quite got away with it for so long. <laughs> Toby Booth, awesome. Mike Ford, pretty good. So um, what did he do? Well, it's, it's like it's the same as Clive Woodward, Martin Johnson, when he was in charge of England. Um, actually, the hands-on coaching they don't do any of. They organise the coaches and set the set the path. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could do do, do that job. I'm almost certain of it. Looking at strategy and high level and that kind of thing, rather than the hands-on stuff. The, the How much strategy is it, uh, is there to organise a rugby team? Maybe that's actually what's happened. It's like we're all right, thanks. Do you reckon he didn't show up to work for like two or three weeks and uh, everything just went <laughs> really smoothly? Hang on, what's Gary actually doing here? Would have understood this more had they got rid of him at the end of last season when they finished mid-table and had a bit of a disappointing year, given the given the quality of players that they've got at their disposal. But they've won nine in a row. They look good. They're a solid team. Third in the table, just, I think, four points behind Saracens. 
yeah. uh, four or six points behind and looking like they could push on. And they're, they're a good all-round team as well. They've got a huge pack. And they look like they, they do they, seem like they're built for the future as well. They, yeah, they so, can play. They've got some young talent yeah. in there as well. So if if that, if, if uh, young if Ford Junior uh, develops into the player we all hope he's going to develop into, they're going to be set up for a long time there. Yeah. there. There has been a bit of trouble in the camp. Not only a couple of minor things, but there was the Henson incident over the summer with Carl Ferns. Mm-hmm. Um, and that becoming, one-way traffic becoming public, and then the Eastman thing uh, about a month ago now, where he stormed off at half time. There's one thing that just occurred to me as we were talking about this Gary Gold situation. It's around about this time of year when contracts start to be re-signed and signed. So, again, this is pure speculation, but I just I wonder whether maybe. A couple of big name players went. I'm not re-signing with him at the helm, or or something like that. Yeah. Again, this is it's, it's probably wrong to even speculate, but I just suddenly thought the timing of it when Bath have just won nine in a row. Yeah, it just seems a strange time of year of the season to go. And, unless he's this is just preempting another offer, and he's going to get a bigger job, as in a national job. Mm. If it's speculation you want, that's why we're here. Can we all make up one reason each why Gary Gold's left and make and then make that official? Yeah, come Phil. Uh, I'm going to go something like in, uh, dodgy internet history. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something to do with Henson. Yes, that's a good one. Just trouble that boy. Hmm. Something to do with Henson. We'll come back to Hen- it. Henson and Gold's wife. <laughs> Henson, and Gold's <laughs> do- Henson and Gold's daughter. That's exactly what happened. Like David Moyes and uh, uh, Wilfred Zaha. W- allegedly. Zahar. What? I've not heard this. Oh, that's, that's why so we- it's been the rumour for like. Two months because Wilfred Zaha didn't make the twenty-five man Premiership squad initially. Same reason that uh, Gavin Henson's not playing for Bath. And then on f- <laughs> on, on Friday, can I just make a point? Because <laughs> no, 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 there's no. such so much defamation and libelous. <laughs> that was clearly a joke. But yeah, go on, come on. Um, it's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's been speculating for months on on Twitter and on on the I can't internet. I missed that, but. Wilfred Zahar, on his own personal Twitter account on, on Friday, said, all this speculation is rubbish. I've never met nor dated David... Uh, Lauren Moyes. Who, who, del- who deleted her Twitter account. But then he Actually. he was on the bench for United for the first time on Saturday. Oh. So, <laughs> wow. That's just speculation, though, obviously. Yeah, of course it's just speculation. It's fact. It's fact. They're all facts. <laughs> well, that's something that's going to keep us tidying over, actually, isn't it, over the next few weeks, is the player merry-go-round, which is going to... She's going to start in earnest. And on that front, let's just talk about the fact that Sam Warburton's basically said he's got a couple of days, probably by the time, maybe even by the time you listen to this podcast, the decision's already been done. It doesn't look like the WRU are going to be able to afford to keep him. Good. He said he's resigned to leaving for France. Good, good. JB being, well, you were saying that as a, you know, a, a proud Welshman yeah. and, and Welsh <laughs> fan. Why, why'd you say good? Well, because, as I've said a lot, uh, quite a lot, if you want to pay one of our players 300,000 a year to, to, to play, so be it. It opens up a another place for the next seven um, and just keep pushing the kids through not great for regional rugby but it's great for the Welsh team yeah it, it is good for the Welsh team um, you've been making that point for a while and there was a very good demonstration of it at the weekend with Ian Madigan's performance for Leinster yeah who if Sexton had stayed with Leinster he never would have had the opportunity to do that but That's he looked interesting point. Exactly. he looked superb um, and yeah that Sexton moving to Racing Metro has allowed the opportunity for a, a youngster to come through. And exactly. argu- yeah, and arguably, it's it's uh, by that token, by, by your argument, it's it's serving the Welsh national team and it's restricting the French national team. 
Yes, yeah. absolutely. In one fell swoop. And, and the English national team, to a point, because With Hibbard, well, Hibbard to Gloucester, going. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Davies to Wasps. And George North George, is, is George North obviously is, already gone. But already I in. think Gloucester's two signings are going to make a huge difference to them. Afoa, Afoa and, and Hibbard. Because Gloucester's scrum has been probably a, an area of weakness. Yeah. And Hibbard's a hell of a player now. He's yeah. really matured nicely. yeah. So I think that I think that could be probably one of the best signings in the Premiership for next year. And Wasps I, I look like they're signing Bradley Davies and Reese Priestland. Reese Priestland. Mm, Do you know what? That's, that's really strange. I was I, I was thinking today, who would ever sign Reese Priestland? <laughs> I actually thought I actually thought that the, the already poor domestic product that's on offer in Wales is only going to get worse. Is there? Yeah. Is that going to have a negative effect? Uh, no, I think that we'll just find some more kids that we find. I think it will get will start to have an impact, a negative impact. Because the other thing is the release dates for the international window. All the French players will get released later than their mm. Welsh teammates well, for, be, before the Six Nations, so they'll get one week less training camp. They'll be playing on the weekend before. They'll be playing in the rest period. So that that must have an impact. Maybe, but apparently they've got to have that, um, that added into their contract language. So uh, it's, yeah, it shouldn't we might, be. We might see more George North-style contracts. That's going to rumble on and on. I'm sure we're going to get to talk about it, but it looks like it's only a, a one direction uh, for Wales right now in terms of their players going, but we'll we'll keep an eye on the, the players and the transfers as they go in and out. Yeah. Now then, we come to that beautiful moment where we talk rugby okey. The wonderful world of rugby players turning their hand to singing and we've already heard you know tweets from people saying that they're going around humming Craig David, courtesy of Benji Marshall, the soon-to-be New Zealand Auckland Blues rugby player, New Zealand Rugby League International. There's uh, been Ben Fo- Oh, next week... I can't wait for next week. The Ben Foden <laughs> Christmas special. <laughs> it's going to be something else, guys. It's going off. It's going off. Let's, let's have a little clip of Ben Foden. <laughs> Ben Foden Christmas special is coming. Oh, thank God. Oh, let's play, let's play a little clip of him with his Mrs. Una as well. It is cheesy, but that's what we do, isn't it? All right, OK, cheesy. <laughs> what you doing, Ben? I'm doing nothing. Cos Ben needs to do nothing wrong. Yeah, I'm going to stay yeah, on my own and turn off my telephone. Yeah, all right, Ben. Uh, the Ben Foden Christmas special is coming. Can't wait. Uh, shall we do, like, a, an internal Secret Santa f- f- uh, for next week? Or buy the person to your left a present? <laughs> or maybe we have to bring a gift of a piece of rugby-related audio. Ooh, nice. For the podcast. What do you reckon? Yep. Uh, a bit okay. of research. OK. So it could be a post-match interview. It could be a um, funny bit of commentary. It could be... Um, a player looking stupid, or could be some rugby okey. Ex- excellent choice, Tim. This week we've got a rugby, we've got an Irish, we've got a couple, in fact, Irish rugby internationals, both of which have been uh, suggested on Twitter. Thank you very much, Stephen McCoon, for getting in touch. I've got an Irish international doing something a bit festive. Yeah, do it. Yeah, uh, Paddy Jackson, the Ulster and Ireland fly half. Well, recently there was a little video of him and Simon Zebo. Miming. Oh, yes, I was, not there? But they've done quite a freaky... Well, he's done quite a f- scary, freaky Christmas song. That's, yeah, is, is it an advert? I don't know, but it's quite disturbing, actually, and uh, we'll put the video at Rugby Podcast. This is Paddy Jackson, like I say, Ulster and Island Fly Half. 
That's it. It was Christmas Eve. In the drunk tank. Drunk tank? That's me! An old man said to me. What did he say, Paddy? Won't see another one. Oh, that's sad. And then he sang a song. The JCB song? Is this the for the Ted? old mountain Jew. No, sing the JCB song. Is it what? I for the Ted. Don't turn your face, sing JCB. And dreamed about <laughs> you. Drink. <laughs> I don't like where this is going, Paddy. Nice try. I don't, I, I don't quite understand what I just watched or heard. Yeah. It's not our best rebuke, and I hope I never see it again. The singing is actually quite good. If you could cut it down to just I, Paddy Jackson doing uh, Fairy Tale of New York. They're just peculiar. Have you ever seen... Um, <laughs> They're just peculiar. They are just peculiar. Statement. No, no, absolutely, absolutely 100% true. From a Welshman. Have you ever had the pleasure of watching Irish comedy? Outside of uh, Father Ted, which is maybe the best comedy ever made, have you ever seen The Rubber Bandits? No. They, it is the weirdest thing I've you seen will a ever so- see. I've seen a song. Bags on the head. My What is it? My other car's a uh, horse or something We've got a like horse that. outside, doesn't it? Yeah, I've got a horse outside. Because Bro- Broughton Park has got a huge Irish following for some reason. In fact, it's so big that I don't actually think Irish people are from Ireland. I think they're from Manchester and, and then they emigrate. Um, it. So this this song from River Bandits was going around for ages, and it makes no no sense whatsoever. Well, that, that makes almost as little sense as that. It's same sort of humour. Paddy Jackson. Well, I tell you what, maybe Simon Zebo can can save it because Simon Zebo, the Irish and British and Irish Lions winger, he is normally Paddy Jackson's partner in crime with some of these, and the two of them have been made music videos where they mime to rap songs, Kanye West and Jay Z being one of them. Simon Zebo was in a club where there was a band playing and he grabbed the microphone and the guys just played and he raps along to No Diggity by Blackstreet. Oh, my word. This is Simon Zebo on Rugby Oki. I tell you, I tell you, now, you, you go there for a quiet pint and you're talking to your mate about, or in my case, <laughs> I'm talking at my mates, right? And then out of nowhere, comes, this, an, this, comes an Irish international, yeah, singing in your face, uh, you know, arrogantly thinking that you want to hear them more than your friend wants to hear you. I really dislike it. Do you dislike Simon Zebo singing in a pub? I, I, if I was having a quiet drink, talk, talking to Phil about how awful Dean Ryan is at managing <laughs> Worcester, and then Simon Zebo, Zebo started interrupting our, our conversation with that rendition, yeah, I'd be fairly annoyed. You've been generally a bit annoyed and baffled by this week's rugby okey. Yeah, I, I have, actually. We're going to we're gonna have to really, save it. We're gonna have to save it next week with uh, Ben Foden's Christmas special. They've, they've, they've really brought the standard down. And it upsets me. It's uh, it's quite the institution now, uh, rugby okey. 
Well, hopefully, like I say, next week's Ben Foden's Christmas special can save the day. But if you, as ever, if you have any suggestions for a rugby okey like Mark Hearn, then at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. Did I ever mention the time that I went to see R. Kelly? You? (laughs) That that as the start of an anecdote coming from you... (laughs) <laughs> uh, I went to watch the Lions in South, in South Africa when they were over there last, and we were drinking Mi- uh, Miller Lights. Uh, no relation to Rob Miller, and um, they were giving out scratch cards when you bought a crate of Miller. So I kind of ignored the scratch card, gave it back to the Miller girl, and she scratched it for me in um, Sun City, the casino. I said, "Oh, you've won! Oh, what have I won?" She goes, oh, "You've won a little trip to go and see R. Kelly um, in the after party." I was like, "So not the actual, not the actual concert, but the bit after the concert." And then after the party, it's yeah. the hotel lobby. Like, yeah, this, this, this is on. Around about four, we got to clear the lobby. Then you take it to the room and you freak somebody. So I... <laughs> so, is that, that's ignition, isn't it? That's ignition. Uh, yep, heard that one. But we, wow. were, we were in a casino and I was dressed much like I usually dress, which is a rugby top, some of my, I think, Colwyn Bay shorts, which I, I wear notoriously small and, small and, and tight shorts. But my, uh, I was actually wearing like my, pig, my pink, Stade, Fran- Stade Francais top. Now, I'd, I'm going to have to put, think of a very PC way to put this, but the South African crowd going to watch R. Kelly, there's not many Af- uh, Afrikaans attending, and they're a very, very serious bunch. So I'm in my shorts and my rugby top, and the 40-odd-year-old censor that we, went, that we went with starts singing, I believe I can fly. In the coolest lobby which you've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had you had a skin fall at this point? We absolutely had. So R. Kelly finally gets on stage and he does a double check towards me and Mike because we look so radically different to every, everyone else. There was about a four-foot exclusion zone around where we were standing. <laughs> so we disappeared rather quick. But wow. yeah. Love it. At Rugby Podcast on Twitter, keep in touch. And don't forget to listen on Friday because we'll be releasing the podcast which is looking ahead to the weekend's uh, rugby action. Uh, who picked last time? Uh, I picked last time. So, JB, come on then. Uh, P- pick a song f- uh, f- to play us out on the podcast. Um, not Elliot Daly, not Burgess, Ricky Flusey we had recently. Cops. Uh... <laughs> Cops. Corpus Hero. <laughs> Not Corpus Hero. Corpus Hero. Corpus Hero? Oh, go on then. Keep it kind of quiet. See you next People time. People on a diet. Scrum Street, Tom is right. I, I don't, don't deny, deny it. it. Test me, try <laughs> it. Stoggy, don't buy it. I'ma grab the microphone and start to fly it. Up, up high. Grab the mic and make you cry. Told you before we represent L.I. London Irish, you can't deny this. So, so oh. sick of tenants, you can't buy this. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.